Hello and welcome to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer, a series featuring conversations with experts to share recent market developments, key insights and strategic inputs from around the globe. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Wednesday, 23rd November. I'm Kelly Chia, Deputy Head of Research Asia at Julius Baer and welcome to our podcast. There is a new Netflix movie, I'm not sure if you've watched it, called All Quiet on the Western Front. It's basically about the reality and brutality of war. But I'll just use that title to illustrate the same point today for the stock market. And it's really quiet on the Western Front. After a big bounce, when inflation printed cooler than expected, the market is sort of like moving around with lower than average volumes. And I think it's really looking for the next big data point to evaluate what the Fed's going to do. And I think we're going to get this type of consolidation markets until we get this next big point. We think it's the jobs data on the 30th of November. So as a recap, the last print for jobs showed that it's still super hot. Let's use actual numbers here, right? If all the people who wanted to find a job got a job, and the number of vacancies in the US will still stand at 4.9 million positions. However, if you look a little bit deeper into the data, it does appear that there are many tourism and hospitality-related job openings. This will obviously sustain as we head into the holiday season. But what happens next year, right, in 2023, when we all go back to work, for lack of a better phrase? And that's another story waiting to play out. So... After we get the jobs report on the 30th of November, it gets all quiet again for about two weeks until the 13th of December when we get the inflation numbers for November. That'll be another important part to see if inflation continues to trend down. And then, obviously perfectly timed, the very next day, 14th December, the FOMC meeting where they will likely uh, move another 50 basis points to take the Fed funds rate to 4.5%. But I think the commentary about what happens next in February 2023, when they next have their meeting, will be important to watch. So that's what we have until mid-December. In the meantime, the 27th UN Climate Change Conference, also called COP27, concluded actually this last weekend in Egypt. In summary, didn't show for much, honestly. Not much progress on emission reduction policy. But the main outcome of really intense negotiations seems to be essentially a capital transfer system. Here, rich nations, which is developed nations that have had the industrial revolution and generally still the worst, the main polluters and high carbon emitters, have somewhat agreed to pay the developing nations in coping with climate change. So there's also actually a lot of debate on recession. And I've been asked many times if there is an accurate predictor of recessions in the US. And I've looked quite long and hard, and I think I found it. This indicator is called a yield curve inversion. So an inversion of a yield curve specifically between the 10-year and the 2-year US Treasury. For those unfamiliar, when an inversion happens the two-year U.S. Treasury yields more than the 10-year Treasury. The shorter-dated Treasuries yielding more than the longer-dated one. And this happens when investors are generally worried about potential economic growth today, so they are selling the short-term bonds and making short-term yields rise. Why is this important? Because every single time 
the yield curve inverted since the 1970s, there was a recession. In fact, the 210 curve inversion, which is what we're talking about here, predicted all eight of the past recessions in the United States of America. I say again, every single one of the last eight since 1970s. Today, that inversion is the most inverted in the last 40 years, which is since the 1980s. The problem with this is that the timing isn't great, meaning that you know, from the point inverts to the actual recession, as defined by the National Bureau of Economic Research in the US, can range from months to a couple of years. So not that great market timing tool, but good to give people enough time to get their personal finances in order. Well, what can we do in this kind of uncertain environment? We think we can consider probably healthcare and stables. Why these two particular sectors? In healthcare, I think it remains our preferred defensive sector. It's got attractive relative valuations and it has always demonstrated solid growth. If the markets keep rallying through the year, I think the cyclical part, which is medical technologies and devices, will do well. But if things turn for the worse, I think large-cap biopharma and services should hold up better. The other part is staples. This is more for investors that are probably worried for a bleaker future. While staple companies actually you know, sustained a very, very bad hit uh, when inflation surprised on the upside in the middle of the year, they've generally come back quite strongly. Earnings have been reset. Expectations have been reset. A lot of expensive inventories have been flushed out. And if really the economy is a concern, you know, people will start buying economy rather than premium. And these stable companies tend to cater to the budget conscious. Anyway, to wrap up, the market is waiting for some big data points to help figure out what the Fed's essentially going to do. We have the jobs data on the 30th of November, inflation on the 13th of December, and then the FOMC meets on the 14th of December. So I think barring a really bad geopolitical black swan, I think it's going to be pretty quiet for now. Retail investors are not really back in it. And big long-only funds seem to be careful about getting back in. It does seem that only swing traders like hedge funds are trading the market. So even then, right, earnings seasons will be winding down and we are likely to see less action overall. So this is Kelly signing off for now. I wish you a great weekend in advance. Take care, stay safe, and goodbye for now. Get ready for the day ahead. Moving Markets is a daily market news briefing from Julius Baer's leading experts. You'll hear all about the latest ups and downs across asset classes, the underlying drivers, and our thoughts on where markets are heading. Search for Moving Markets on your favorite podcast player. You have been listening to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you heard, subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. To learn more about Julius Baer, our people, our latest thinking, visit us at www.juliusbaer.com. We will be back with a brand new episode soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further important legal information.